You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're going to hear is the chairman of the Hawthorne Footy Club, Jeff Pennant, who's joined us in the commentary position down here at beautiful Launceston. Welcome, Jeff. Good afternoon, and what a spectacular day this is, eh? I woke up this morning down the coast, there was ice, frost on the ground, just beautiful, and now look, sunshine. This is without a doubt one of the best grounds, because you look out over the hills, it's very special, isn't it? A lot of players used to say, that, even the, the, the players I played with, we used to talk lovingly about Launceston and the ground and the facility, and... Yeah, and the kicker was we had to play Hawthorne, which is always a bit disappointing. And often for you visiting teams, uh, you come down the day before so you can have a look around, but if you get to spend two or three days down here, it's just beautiful. And a day like this, I don't know what it's like in Melbourne. What's the temperature in Melbourne today? Kingy, what's it like today? Freezing. Minus Freezing. two. Minus two. No, it's <laughs> minus two. No, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> it's a beautiful but day. Look, and look at this surface. This is the best surface of any AFL ground we play on. So you don't want to give it up, do you, Jeff? Absolutely not. This is this is special. I mean, we've been down here for a long time now, and I did the deal for four games with the then Premier, Paul Lennon, on the golf course at Barnboogle. I had to admit that, that, he'd, is he'd, that he'd won the game, even though I did, but I had to sort of sacrifice. <laughs> of course. Uh, but, but it's worked very, very well for us, and it's worked very well for Tassie, and uh, it's special. It's nice to have another place away from home every now and then, just to bring a bit of variety into the team. So uh, what's, what, what's Bill Shorten on about? Oh, bugger if I know. <laughs> well, I do know what he's on about. He's desperate. I mean, you know what these politicians are like. Every now and then, <laughs> they do something totally stupid in order to seduce the public into voting for them, and the public are not stupid. So he's offered $25 million if they win the next election, not about the by-election, if they win the election. And all that's a lead up to sort of saying, oh, well, we'll help you have a team of your own. But as you know, $25 million he's going to spend on infrastructure, training and a couple of other things. What's left for the, for the actual team that they're trying to put together? How much would it, would it cost? Well, you guys probably know better than I, but the variety, the, the difference between some of the teams, you could probably put a team on the park, a, a, an AFL light team, for about $35 million. The top teams, they're turning over 60, 70 million a year. And that's to be competitive and it's to attract good people, etc. Now, you don't need that much. But you do want to have a competitive team. Mm. And uh, I'm not opposed to Tassie having a t- team. But for those who argue it through passion and emotion, you've got to actually say, all right, well, what's the business plan? How are we going to do it? Who's going to fund it consistently? And the other thing someone mentioned to me today is that you want the players then to want to stay here. So mm. one of the problems with the Gold Coast at the moment, they get players in the drafts, etc., or the AFL direct players there, but the moment they become free agents, they're all leaving. Yeah. So whether it's Gary Ablett or whether it's someone else, you've got to, 
There's got to be a cause. So, so there would be an issue here as well. It will be an issue, but it's, look, it's not something that isn't able to be met. All I'm saying is I'm not opposed to it. I'm happy to work with the government or with the community to deliver it, but you ought to set the objective. We'll go through proper discussions in due course. We're happy to work with whoever it is that wants to do it. But the last thing I want to see is Tasmania have a team that's not sustainable or isn't competitive. And I think it would be so sad. Have you changed your tune on that to say that you think that you, you're not against it or have you always No, said no, I've always said I'm very happy for Tasmania. But, but I want the team to be based on good consideration, good finances, good people. Uh, because if you don't have that, I don't want to see it fail. I love Tassie. I think the only two places in Australia now that really have a point of difference are up north, Darwin, Karanara, top end of Queensland, and Tasmania. You go to Melbourne, Perth, Sydney, they've got the same shops, you've got the same traffic problems, everything's the same. But Tassie's very, very special. And we've been down at Bridport this morning, driving up through all that timber. It's just beautiful. You go up north, it's a young person's world. So both the North and the South have something very special. And I, I'm very happy for them to have their own team. I just don't want it to be built on emotion alone without having the issues behind it. Jeff Terry, so dear, yeah, sorry. Uh, Jeff Terry Wallace back in the studio. Uh, first off, I recognise your voice. Thanks, uh, <laughs> Terry, well, which most, is unusual. Most do, uh, <laughs> thanks for hosting uh, the 78, 88 and 2008 boys uh, the other week for our premiership reunions. I want to take you back in a little bit of uh, history, Jeff. When you weren't president and the, the last deal was done where the AFL were trying to intervene on what was going to happen down in Tasmania and how all that looked, and then from what my belief is that you got uh, involved almost from the outside to make sure that the Launceston deal got over the line again. Can you take us through how that all played out? Uh, as best I can. Uh, as I said earlier, I did this deal with then-Premier Paul Lennon, uh, or oh, must have been Terry, 2006, seven or eight, when St Kilda pulled out. So then with St Kilda were playing two games and we were playing two games. St Kilda didn't want to be here. I said to the then Premier, we'd be very happy to take their spots, and he said yes, and we struck the deal. And every five years, it gets reviewed in the fourth year, in the interests of both the Tasmanian community through their government of the day, whether it's Labor or Liberal, uh, and obviously Hawthorne. And yes, we, we have a special attachment to this place. It's not the money, as much as it is the fact, as I was saying to the guys a few minutes ago, it's a home away from home. It is a wonderful place to be. And we, and particularly the coach, when there's an emergency down here, so there's been fires, there's been floods, he'll often come over here with groups of players unannounced and go on to properties and help refence. Or, you know, I've been down here in fire environments and done something else or flood. So our commitment here is well beyond football. And yes, we were keen, Terry, for it to continue. I've got to say we did the discussions with the government more so than the AFL. Mm -hmm. I think the AFL were a bit upset when they heard that we'd done the next five-year agreement. Yes. But, uh, you know, what? it's one of the advantages about of being a financially independent club. There's only five or six of us in the AFL at the moment. The rest get subsidies on top of their base uh, salary cap that we all get, about $10 million. And when you're independent, you can actually have some control over what you want. So it wasn't so much a discussion with the AFL, it was a discussion with the government. And I've got to say, both governments, 
Both political parties on all occasions have been very supportive of us and have been very keen for us to continue because the net value to Tassie, which has been independently evaluated, is about $30 million a year of economic value we bring into the state. So it's not as, And that's the best, most clearly measurable sponsorship of any sponsor of any club in the league. Just yeah, before I've you ask your question, Kingy, yeah. uh, just some news in Luke Hodge. Sadly, he's out of today's game, which is uh, very, just very upset no, by that. Him, got him running scared. No, he's running scared. <laughs> what, what's, his, what's his surname? Uh, <laughs> and knocked to his calf earlier in the week. Cedric knocked Cox to his be. calf. Come on, Hodgie, stop giving up. That's ridiculous. No, he doesn't like travelling. Uh, and this and this ground's got too many fond memories for him. He probably would have kicked a few goals for us, I reckon, today. <laughs> I've heard of I've heard Jeff of coaches rewiring, replumbing, rebuilding. <laughs> I've never heard of him refencing. That's a nice one. So just have a looking at uh, the the numbers, Jeff, in terms of the crowds turning up to your games this year. Are you concerned at all? Because it went from fifteen and a half thousand against St Kilda in round six to thirteen against Port Adelaide in round eleven, down to yeah. nine against the Gold Coast. Is that Something that worries you, and what are you expecting today? Uh, no, it doesn't worry us. Uh, the last two games we've played down here have been against some very major activities, both here in the north and in the south, which are traditional events within Tasmania. And so, therefore, people are very wedded to those events. I don't know how many we'll get today. Uh, it is, as I said, a beautiful day. We flew down yesterday. There were people on the plane, obviously from Hawthorne, and there were people on the uh, Playing from uh, the Lions. Has there been some anti anti Hawthorne sentiment in, or anti North sentiment in Tassie on the back of this? We want our own team. No, thing? no, no I don't think so. I think people are very appreciative. Uh, it's not just that we are at the moment the representatives of the AFL. Yeah. Uh, we do bring huge economic value to a community that you know, half a million. Uh, and as I, I can't speak for North because I don't know what their figures are, but we bring in about 5,000 people every time we come down here. So I've just seen some people down at Peppers having a cup of coffee, and there's seven people who have flown in, and someone else has come from some. It's extraordinary, and they invariably stay for two or three days. If you're coming down to a Tassie, you don't just come in and out. You actually stay for a couple, and it's just wonderful. I suppose you flew in this morning, did you? Yeah, and we're going out tonight. But, yes, but that's because, let's face it, it's the station. It's what they can afford. It's, <laughs> they're not here to win. <laughs> not about money, education. Jeff. Not about money, you said. Not really. about money, no, yeah. no. Uh, yeah. Jeff, I was just thinking, I, I only see you in Tassie on, on game day, and so I, I get you in a, on a combative sort of mood. But today, today you, you've, you've, you've joined us brandishing a club or a star. <laughs> Actually, quite, I didn't notice that. Before. I thought you had an umbrella, but I'm, I'm just quite curious about what, what that's uh, going to be used for there, today. There is a gentleman down here by the name of David Watts. He's a senior guy, and he crafts in Hue and Pine. So this is a Hue and Pine walking stick. You may describe it as a club. Uh, and on it, does that depend is, on if you win or lose? Yeah. It's either a walking is that, stick or whether is that why Luke talk Hodges to the is government out? or the press. <laughs> yeah, it could be why it's Hodges got a little. Uh, what's this? A frog and a snake on it, which is all from the same piece of timber. And he also makes beautiful pens in Hue and Pine. And uh, so he's given me this today. And uh, it is lovely. My my wife, Felicity, her uncle was a man by the name of Sir Alan Knight, who was the head of the hydro down here and was also the individual the government got to oversee the rebuilding of the bridge when it collapsed uh, many years ago. And he used to whittle in Hue and Pine. And I have, since I've been coming down here for 
games in 2005, I bought a lot of Hue and Pine products. So I've got large pegs, Hue and Pine, I've got tables, etc. And the, the smell of Hue and Pine is lovely. But let me say this. It has potentially many purposes, <laughs> do you understand? <laughs> and I promise not to use it in here. <laughs> Test it on Hutto. No. <laughs> <laughs> but watch it. Just watch it. In fact, no, I won't say that. No. <laughs> I've got to be careful what I say. Jeff, what's the biggest issue for the AFL right now in your mind? Uh, well, I think they've got, we've got three or four teams that are not competitive. Uh, we've got five or six teams that are financially challenged, which they're going to have to address. I've got to say, uh, I don't think free agency has worked in terms of equalisation because all it's done is meant the wealthier clubs are able to offer more and that strengthens them and keeps them up there. I think one of the wonderments of this year, as it's been the last two years, I love the fact that Melbourne's playing better. I love the fact that Collingwood's playing better because you need these teams in it. So I think they've got a number of factors they've got to uh, play with and they do have this issue of, you know... What are we going to do with the Gold Coast? Uh, GWS, very expensive teams to support. Are you doubting the wisdom of those two teams? No, well, I was there in the rooms uh, when the AFL told us they were going to expand, and I remember some of the comments of the other presidents, particularly from uh, New South Wales, Sydney, saying how stupid the whole idea was because they didn't see it as being sustainable. But the AFL made the decision and went on with it, and we're, you know, you're locked in. I don't think the AFL is going to back away from those decisions because that would be... I've never known the AFL to back away from anything, to be quite honest. So I think they'll stick with it. Uh, so they've got some challenges. But what's happening this year, what happened last year, what happened the year before with Western Bulldogs does prove that those on the bottom can regenerate. And we've seen it over the years. I mean, you go back to '96, Hawthorne. Collingwood and Geelong were all on their uppers. Frank Costa went to Geelong, and to Hawthorne and Eddie Maguire to Collingwood. They're now powerhouses. So these other teams that at the moment are facing difficulty can rebuild and can get back to holding a Premiership Cup. But as you know, it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and doesn't happen overnight. But the AFL has got to be aware of those issues and be prepared to support in a practical way rather than just providing what I call artificial short-term support, which is a bit like a subsidy. A subsidy never works in the end. You've got to be able to stand on your own two feet. Before we let you go, can you play top four footy this year? Can you challenge for the flag? Well, I think the reality is if you're in the top eight, anything's possible. You know, I look at Richmond, I think without a doubt they are miles ahead of everyone else at the moment in terms of bodies, in terms of endeavour, in terms of youth, in terms of speed. But... You know, at some stage, every team's going to lose a game. And the question is whether they lose it in the grand final or whether they lose it before, you don't know. So if you're in the top eight, you've got a chance. You've got to earn the right to get there first. We're there by the, what is it, the skin of our teeth at the moment. Whether we stay there or not, time will tell. And often, it's the weakest games which you expect to win that provide you with the greatest upset. So we're hopeful, but we're taking... One game at a time, but I do have my waddy. (laughs) I do have my waddy. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Great pleasure. Have a good day. Enjoy Tassie. Thank you. Go with God. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.